Okay, loungers, thanks again for tuning into our podcast. This is Randy. I'm Alan. And I'm Rob. And we are the Lounge SD. Thank you for uh, every time, dude. Every time I mess it up. (laughs) Thank you for your continued support. Wow. Uh, Like always, we are going to get straight into it. Uh, This week, we are going to be discussing uh, the Netflix TV show that just came out, Lost in Space. Um, But before we get into all that, we're going to do our usual weekly uh, catch-up. Alan, what's new this week? Uh, um, Let's see. Oh, I started a a weight loss challenge at work. Um, Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So we all chipped in $20, and I think there's eight of us, so it's $160. Big money, big money. Yes, and it ends right before I go on vacation to the Philippines, so... So I'm I'm actually like actually trying, like the last week I lost five pounds, um, but it's all water weight at first, and I didn't know, but the person who organized the event actually did not want me part of the event, uh, the challenge, because of everything that I do, like you know, you know, half I had a half marathon the weekend of, you know, the weekend after our weigh-in, yeah, and then, you know, I, I'm training for this half, you know, this triathlon, this half Ironman, so. They're like, you know, actually, I didn't want you part of it. And I was like, ah, I get it. But she already took my money, so we're good. <laughs> you know? We in it. <laughs> I mean, they, and right, is like, it, to me, go ahead. I was going to say, is it straight up just weight loss? Like most most pounds lost? Are you guys doing like percentages? No, we're or? doing percentages. So it's like weight okay. loss uh, weight loss divided by like something. Like I don't know how they're doing it. But to me, it's just, you know, it's $20. Uh, it's uh-huh. not that, good, that big of a deal. But the $160 pot um is definitely an incentive but i'm very happy that at work we're all as a collective like trying to lose weight and we're all very mindful of our of what we eat so like whenever we have um represent like drug companies coming in to bring us lunch like we're always like hey um we're in a weight loss challenge can you bring something healthy and they'll bring like salads and chicken so so it's generally healthy and then we're all very supportive of each other and we're like, oh, well, you know, what did you do last night? And they're like, oh, I went to Zumba or whatever. And um, yeah, so that's new with me. Rob, what's new with you? Um, I actually got out to the movies and uh, used my movie pass uh, a little bit more than usual this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some friends that also have movie pass. So we joined them and saw Adrift on Thursday. Oh, how was that? Uh, it's all right, man. I mean, it's it's more geared towards girls. I want to say it's like a a love story, but also like one of those like isolationist survivalist yeah. stories, like Castaway or uh, All Is Lost. Empowering. Oh yeah, man. She she definitely put it down as far as like taking charge and and having to survive. Um, it was it was wild because like we the movie starts and it's you know says a drift or whatever, and then it also says like based on a true story. Uh-huh. And I thought I thought most people knew like going into it, but it was funny because it came up, and then you hear people in the audience be like, "Oh shit!" That's <laughs> 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 a true story. And of course, like after the events of the movie, at the end, they do like the uh, the uh, kind of like update on if the person's still alive and like what they're up to. And yeah, uh, yeah. so the story is about this girl who who gets like lost at sea. Um, I think they were trying to sail from Tahiti to San Diego. And they end up going into some crazy like category four storm and she gets like shipwrecked and she's just out at sea um with her with her uh boyfriend until they gotta survive and he gets all banged up so it's really like up to her to save them 
so yeah, uh, it's a it's a pretty good movie as far as like women empowerment and uh, it's got a pretty crazy twist in there. But yeah, it's a little yeah. I don't know. I would just say that it's just like a okay movie. I mean, if you have movie pass, go out and see it. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't waste like the full um, up. <clears throat> of all the survivalist YouTube. movies that oh, yeah. have been out, where would you rank it? Like, it's well, obviously, it's hard to rank it against movies like Castaway. Um, Castaway. <laughs> um, I mean, the the only I think the only two that come to mind besides besides this one, the only ones that like I've seen are, are Castaway with Tom Hanks, which is which was phenomenal, and then uh, the one with Richard, oh, not Richard, Robert Redford, uh, All Is Lost. Yeah. Um. So those two, I, I rank higher than this one. So this would Wasn't be there, one of the. Well, I mean, I think you're being you're stuck on those because they're water oriented, but like, mm-hmm. but what about would you consider? Um, oh, Gravity, a survival, uh, like a survivalist movie. Yeah, good point. But I I didn't see Gravity, so. I oh, you didn't. What? That was All right, that's next week's topic. Next week's topic <laughs> is uh, gravity. Scratch review. the calendar, man. For watching gravity, yeah. man. No, if you, I mean, if you praise it that high, I'll definitely add to my list of uh, stuff to watch this week. Definitely, yeah, um, definitely. Uh, okay. gravity was a survivalist movie. Um, I want to say there's another one that was. Oh, The Martian. Uh, Ooh, that's a good that. one. That's that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. the week one. after. But there I heard, we go. Heard, <laughs> just gonna watch Matt a bunch Damon, of space. Matt Damon's filmographies wasn't that great. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, I saw Adrift, and then I also saw uh, Hotel Artemis on Ooh. Friday. And how was that? That was good, but it it, it just seemed like uh, a sequel bait kind of movie. They're they're really like pushing for a, a sequel, which I think if they do make a sequel, it'll be a lot better. This is kind of like a they're kind of do like a John Wick world building kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it was good. It like I'm very like open to them doing sequels and like kind of expanding on the story. Um, the the short of it is that there's this hotel in the future where criminals go to get patched up, and so you kind of get this like rogues gallery of like villains all in one hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like Smoke and Aces, you know, or uh, I'm trying to think of another movie that's that's like that. Uh, but it's it's a it's a lot smaller than cast. I think Smoke and Aces had like five or eight or ten mm-hmm. baddies you had to watch out for. This one's like I think yeah. there's like four. Um, is that the so one with, get, um, with uh, uh-huh. Drax? Is yeah, Drax? man. Okay, Dave Bautista, man. He's getting a, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot more roles, and uh, his his is actually a lot more like central compared to like other movies that he's been in, where you know yeah. like Drax or uh, or uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Where he's like a smaller role. This one, he was kind of like almost center stage, so it was really cool to see him. He's he's definitely showing off his acting chops. Oh, don't uh, forget, uh, is it Spectre? Sep- Spectre? Yeah, right. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, small role again. But yeah. oh, he definitely has a bunch of lines and really, yeah, really puts it down in this one. So looking forward to his career. Um, if you guys, I, I would recommend seeing. Hotel Artemis. If you haven't seen, if you have a choice between the two, which would be a weird choice to you know choose between, I guess I would go Hotel Hotel Artemis for sure. Um, but yeah, but that's that's it for me, Randy boy. What you been up to, man? Uh, you know, I'm gonna start it off already with my work grind, baby grind. You know, you like know. always. You, you know. know. But there is another grind that I've been working on. Is my stream grind. Um. Mm. Actually, like 30 minutes ago, before we recorded this, 
actually, right when I started recording this, uh, I found out that I hit my goal of uh, hitting the affiliate tier in Twitch. Um, so now people can, well, once I set it up, people can start subscribing to me and all that good stuff. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, and we are recording this uh, two and a half hours away from my birthday. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, by the time this episode gets out, it'll be my birthday. So cheers to me. Hey! Hey! So I will officially be out of my 20s tomorrow. I'm hitting the big 3 0. Welcome to so, the club, buddy. I know. The 30. 30. Yeah, so that's basically been it, man. You know? Dude, my 30 wasn't very dirty, but it was it was definitely fun. Nice and quaint. Oh, yeah, you know, mine's going to be the same way. I'm sure Rob asked you like what you were going to do this weekend because we were. I was trying to come up and see you. Dang. I was trying to come up and see you, and he was telling me that you you just wanted to be alone or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, oh, that's exactly right. what it was. I was like, Nah, I don't want to see anybody. I'd rather babysit the entire weekend. So that's what I did. No, uh, the wife went down to San Diego this weekend. Uh, she got the vacation. Um, I'm saving all of mine for Comic Con. So yeah i uh oh yeah hit that bullet oh so. we'll definitely blow it out in a, yeah. in a few weeks here man oh, yeah man. definitely definitely because comic-con is coming up and we it will is. have uh recording for that as well so the loungers that are listening in be ready for those episodes that have to do with comic-con but let's get into this lost in space review all right so little bit of backstory uh the original series came out i believe in the 60s um so the 60s it kind of gained some traction it was doing its thing i think it was out for a few seasons and then it ended uh in our lifetimes it came out as a movie and it was okay at best i mean i remember seeing it and i wasn't very impressed with it but i remember there was a lot of hype when it came out Mm -hmm. um and now for this current generation it's a 10 episode netflix series so uh we're gonna get into that we watched the whole series uh over this last week and uh yeah so first off um those of you that are uh uh what's the word familiar with the series you know that it's kind of based not really around a robot but the robot is one of the main characters um so alan we'll start off with you how'd you feel about the robot in this uh in this tv series uh uh, first off i didn't know like i didn't like it wasn't until i think the end of the first episode where i was like oh this is a this is like a reiteration, like a reimagination of the Lost in Space series. Yeah. And then um, it didn't occur to me that the robot is like the robot from the Lost in Space series, whereas like I wasn't expecting him to say the Danger Will Robinson. Um, I was totally not expecting it. So when it happened, I was like, what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> like, I seriously take like, like caught off guard. I remember you guys were in the chat, like, like, dude, come on. And I was like, yeah, I guess, like in retrospect, it made sense, but just was not expecting it. So, um, I felt, I felt the robot was 
I, I don't know if I would say accurately portrayed because I never watched the first. I didn't watch the movie. I didn't watch the first. You know, the first, re, the first iteration of the first version of Lost in Space. Yeah. Um, and it's also based off of a comic I'm reading. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't. You know, I didn't really have anything to base it off of. But I, I liked the robot. Like it was, it didn't steal too much away from the main story. Like it still. It added to the story, but it didn't take away from the from the you know from the family being trapped in space and trying to find, um, you know, trying to find that uh you know the exit or the you know to get off of the planet. But uh, I was a big fan of the said robot. Rob? Yeah, I think it was a pretty pretty cool character. Um, even, yeah. I, I'll call it a character. Um, it was interesting how. You can get all of these uh, emotions and stuff from lights in its face. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't say anything for the most part. Yeah, um, yeah. But I thought they pulled it off pretty well as far now, as... Uh, it was that. kind of funny because, like, it would do, like, close-ups of its face. And it was just, like, the lights and the LEDs in its face was kind of just, like like, moving around. And you're, like, you kind of put one and one together. And you're, like, oh, it's thinking. Yeah, but at the yeah. same time, you're just like, if you didn't know that, you're like, what the hell are we like? You know, what are we looking at? But I, <laughs> I thought it was just really cool to see. Yeah. Speaking of the robot, what did you guys think about the uh, backstory of the robot? As far as, um, well, they didn't really oh, fill in exactly what happened yet. Um, but how do you guys feel about essentially the origin of? the quote-unquote robot what did we get into rob how he felt about the robot no we didn't oh that's cool i'll try and answer both if i can here um so my only exposure or what i've known about lost in space is from the the movies in the 90s um and then i've seen like you know back when it came out in the 90s they had this whole like retro or like looking back at the 60s version and so i've seen like pictures of what the old robot looks like and it was you know it was a guy in a suit with a bunch of like he had like the hoses from like a dryer as like his arms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks pretty silly, but like I, I think that's what the LED like face thing was. Um, was that same? He had like that weird like kind of cone head with like lights and stuff going on in it, and they kind of just like modernized it. Um, and so what I thought about the robot um, as far as this iteration, I didn't like it at first. I didn't like that they made it uh, like an alien robot. Um, from my from what I've seen in like the like I said my only exposure was the movie, um, the robot was was always there as like part of the ship. Yeah, he you was know, just like, like a helper, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, he was yeah. like uh, for the you know in the movie the Robinsons go into like cryo sleep, and then the robot kind of like walks around and like uh, does all like the maintenance and stuff, and is like there to like monitor them and like wake them up and stuff when needed. Um, but he was like always a man made thing, so they knew. There, there was no reason to fear him or anything in the, in the beginning, which I thought was like, so going into this series a little bit more, it had an interesting dynamic because then it was like, a, do we trust him? Are we supposed to fear him? Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, so it was something that grew on me. At first, I didn't like it, but as the, the, the series went on, it, it became a really cool feature. And I did like the relationship that was going on between Will and the robot. Um, in the... In the movie, it was just kind of like Will's toy, yeah. And then in this one, it was just kind of like 
his protectors like bodyguard kind of thing like he he really didn't know like its nature it was kind of like a terminator <laughs> you know at the hands of a kid <laughs> so, so that was that was pretty wild um so i thought that was a really cool take on it and like again it's it's really cool i guess that they took those you know those creative like liberties to make it more modernized and um one thing i had to keep reminding myself about this show was that it's it's a family show um it's you know the other series that we've gone into discussions about or that we talk about you know in our in our group of friends it's things like game of thrones or like walking dead where they're you know for mature audiences and stuff so it was i had to keep reminding myself like oh it's not gonna this character is not gonna die like this you know <laughs> like, oh my god yeah yeah. <laughs> I, yeah so in the back of my head i like i've you know grown accustomed to seeing different you know things happen this way so like somebody would be you know alone or like there'd be like some impending doom and i'm like oh this is the part where he's gonna get stabbed right through his chest from behind <laughs> yeah. and then i have to be like oh wait never mind this isn't you know this isn't game of thrones or anything yeah there was uh, a couple there was a couple rapey tones that i caught <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i had to take a step back and i was like oh yeah this isn't game of thrones like we're straight because <laughs> man game of thrones does that to you bro like no one's safe in game of thrones yep definitely <laughs> and now like every time i watch a movie or tv show i'm just like ah you might die right here, you know. Yeah. Like, I, like, there's no plot armor in Game of Thrones, so like, I've just come to think of, like, whenever I watch TV shows, I'm just like, ah, you might get clapped right here, bro. Sorry. <laughs> so speaking of people getting clapped and anyone dying at any moment, Rob, how did you feel about Doctor Smith, that character? And uh, at first, I was actually also like really surprised that they. This is another change from what I'd seen in the in both the TV show and the uh, the movie from the '90s. Is that Doctor Smith in the Netflix version is played by a woman? Uh, I think her name's Parker Posey. Um, yeah. Which I've only seen her in a few movies. Like the one that bring back that comes to mind is uh, she was in Blade Trinity. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> like was a... uh, the other vampire chick. <laughs> right, right. That right. was like by his side the whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, well, she was with like, yeah, with Triple H, and she had like yeah. a weird vampire, like poodle or something like a Maltese or something like that. Um, anyway, so that's I've always seen her as like a side henchman. So, um, yeah, it was really interesting to see, you know, Doctor Smith. I mean, he like in the original series and in the movie and stuff, he always felt that he was like up to his own like agenda, and he was he was like a, you know, an like I don't know how to put this. He was always like a villain. But also like a wild card too, because he was also like helping the family. But in the end, it was also to like help himself out. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was really interesting to see that dynamic with the Robinsons this way as like a female. And it was really cool that Netflix or whoever, like the showrunners, they didn't play up her like the normal trope, which is uh, like having her use her like sexuality to like trick yeah. people very easily. Like if, yeah. if this was like another another show or a different on a different network or if they, if Netflix wanted to go like mature audiences, she would have definitely used her like sex appeal to try and trick, you know, the, you know, D mm. big daddy Robinson oh, or, yeah. uh, oh, or major West. Yeah. But, um, no, it was, <laughs> it was refreshing to see that she was just like a crazy manipulator, man. And like, you know, there, there and were, it worked. Her... and it worked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Team. And I was like, dude, then it, then it like, it really started getting to me. I was like, oh my gosh, she's totally going to sway this person. And she totally did. So that was, you know, hats off to Parker Posey. She was like, she was um, I think when she was, when she was in the prison or the jail cell or whatever, and um, Mama Robinson was like, 
like what you know what do you who are you for real like who are you and she was like she was like going through all the characters that she was quote unquote who she quote unquote is but then she was like it's like oh you know i'm a physicist and she's like no bullshit yeah call her out she was like and then she was like no you know i was spending so much time in jupiter 2 or jupiter 4 or whatever and then mom robinson was like oh shit <laughs> uh, just getting in her head dude yeah, playing the mind game in her head dude and I, like at that point i was like come on girl <laughs> don't fall for it girl but at the same time uh, it was like, so dude, frustrating when, yes oh, she was so it was so well acted that i was like so frustrated because obviously as an audience we're we see everything she's up to yeah right you know like we see that she's like this conniving person who's like manipulating people and she you know took this jacket off of the doctor killed her sister i think right or no she just she just locked her away right she took her spot yeah well but from my understanding she poisoned her in that drink and that's why she fell asleep and then she cut her wrist open oh she cut her wrist open for the to take take the reader reader, but i'm assuming the chick was dead no, no, she, they show uh, her later on. Yeah, she was taped up. She was all, she, yeah, yeah. she was taped up. Yeah. Oh, okay, never yeah. mind. Come on, dude, but family anyway, show, bro. Whatever. Yeah, poison. <laughs> you could you could poison people. Shoot, they do that in Disney movies. Yeah, we can't slit someone's wrists. <laughs> no, but she slit the wrists open to get the tracker. So yeah. I thought it was a full. Uh, all right, I poisoned you. You are out of the picture now. Let me get that tracker so I can become you. Which was the theme in it. that scene. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. it, but yeah, wasn't the case anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, dude, like she was just like you know, as an audience, you're kind of just like watching her do all these things to become like to be where she's at now. So you know, like you know her background. Whereas yeah. somebody like Mama Robinson, or I don't even know Mama Robinson's real name, but forever Maureen? she'll be. Is it Maureen? That uh, was. Yeah, her character, Noreen. Mama Robinson will be better. Yeah, um, I like I like calling her Mama Robinson. Yeah, yeah. it goes. Um, yeah, so like, you know, every time Doctor Smith or uh, June Harris, I think is her real name. Um, yeah. Every time she was like talking, you know, like talking her way out of things or talking her way into things, I was just like, no, dude, come on, like just let her die or like you know just just leave her be kind of thing, mm-hmm. like. She always found her way to like get underneath someone's skin just enough so that they can help her, and that's all she needed. That's all she needed to get you know to be helped. Mm-hmm. And oh man, that was frustrating to watch, but that she was great. Rob, what you feeling about it? He started it. Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just so pissed off, especially towards the end of this season the thing obviously it kind of snowballed the things that she kind of got into Mm -hmm. um but i never understood her motives like oh yeah like why are you sabotaging everything you want to get off of the the planet let everyone do their thing and then you get off the planet like every single time they got close she sabotaged it and i'm like I don't understand at all. It was so frustrating to watch yeah. her do her things. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting my blood boiling. 
Well, I think I think, I think in one of the later episodes, she says like all she wants to do is get to Alpha Centauri, whatever like yes. their dream mm-hmm. plan is supposed to be, and she wants that fresh start. And she just keeps catching all these like hiccups on the way, like the security guard on the Resolute that was like, "Oh, you're not her." Yeah. Um. So she's like catching like all these little hiccups. If all she wants to do is get there, and so she's having to kind of toe that line. She wants to get off the dangerous ass planet, but she also doesn't want to get back to the resolute without any kind of security measure mm-hmm. so yeah you know, and they were already on tour on the resolute right right i mean i get it it's just all right frustrating to watch yeah, it play it's frustrating out. because it's like okay you either deal with it on the planet or you deal with it on the ship you have to choose one you know what i mean like come on it's just getting kind of frustrating on they get so close and i get it when they did the uh the uh harpoon thing um, yeah she didn't mean to knock out noreen right then and there yeah yeah um, she even but, said it too she was like she's like i didn't know that doing this to you would jeopardize your husband oh no it wasn't it wasn't the harpoon it was the when she was guiding them fly off the yeah fly the out of the that's what it was. but still yeah. oh god that scene dude <laughs> that was a good scene yeah get into it get it um all right so we're just gonna jump right into it uh yeah. that scene when like first off the build-up to it like when he was practicing they're like well you know this lady has like a 54 second recovery time that's not good yeah and i was like well what kind of recovery time do you need and like he was like well i have a 19 second recovery time <laughs> and they're like okay well you're you know you're our guy then and then like how they set up the simulator to show the g-force was crazy <laughs> yeah like pretty much will robinson like opened the door the door like s- like sh- like slammed open but it was on this little crank system so like and the crank system had a ro- like a rope and pulley system and the rope was wrapped around um daddy robin big daddy robinson <laughs> right big daddy robinson's uh chest or like diaphragm probably and they're mm-hmm. like, this is going to show your G-Force. And they're like, this is going to show you 9Gs or blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I was like, nah, come on. And then they're <laughs> like, he, like, touched the button and the door slammed open. Rope pulley happened. And then, like, the rope, like, slammed against his diaphragm. And he's like, oh, God. And they're like, <laughs> like, they're like, all right, well, you know, let's see you pass out. And then, like, he passed out. And I've seen people pass out, and I was like, "That's pretty good." <laughs> like, <laughs> dude's, dude's eyes were wide open, just like, or he looked glazed, and he woke up. He's like, "What the, what's going on?" And then she's like, "Oh, you, you know, this is happening. This is happening." And then, you know, and that little montage of like, you know, you're dead, you're dead. Do this, you're dead. Too late, you're dead. Kind of thing happened. And then, um, the dude, the like the co-pilot dude, Don, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. He came in and he was like, "Oh yeah, you got to do this. You got to do that." Like I, you know, I know this shit like the back of my hand. And they're like, "Well, how much do you weigh?" And they're like, "No, that's not gonna. That's not how this is gonna work." And like he started walking off, and that's where I kind of like got the weird vibes between him and Ju- uh, was it Judy? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it was yeah. a little weird. Cause I was like, <laughs> uh, like she's under, like as far as I know, she's underage. Yes. Oh, I think they say she's nineteen or something in the show, right? I thought they had really? said her. Was she? Age oh. Maybe. Oh, I don't man. know. I I was under the assumption was... that all three kids were underage. 
Yeah, I was super into the assumption that all three kids were underage. And then I was just like, ah, dude, like you got a full, yep. like not a full goatee, but you have some facial hair going on. <laughs> uh, she's like, you know, she's looks like she's underage. So this is kind of creepy. Um, and he's like, ah, fine, I'll do it. Right. And then he like, they do the simulator and he like knocks out. And then, um, and then he comes to, and I think it takes him a lot longer to come to um, after they pass out. And then he, like, he's like, okay, like, I got it. And then they pass the simulator. And then Mama Robinson's like, we go right now or like tonight. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't want to, like, a second opinion. You don't want to make sure, <laughs> you don't want to make sure that, like, this is good to go. And, like, even the children, like, you don't want to try it again. And, like, Mama Robinson's like, nope, this is it. And then, like, they got ready, did their things, and then off, like, they and took they off. Out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they took off, and then um, I think they both passed out. And then they both came to, and then Don was like, they were like telling Don, like, Don, you need a vent now. You need a vent now. He's like, no worries. She got, she can handle it. And then, which is a, precisely what he went on the ship for, because he understood. Yeah. You know, he understood what she, the ship can handle. Yeah, it's not all so about I, the numbers. It's how yeah, you feel. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So she was like, you know, Don was saying, this is, like, this is okay. He can, ha she can handle it. And then he vented the ship. And then it was okay. You know, and then Mama Robinson was on, you know, was in the control center saying, like, okay, you got to do this. You got to do that. You're going to come across some of these, some of these clouds, the storm, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, okay, so you're going to go, this you know this many degrees left and then you're gonna roll 45 and she gets hit by dr smith pistol whipped like was it it was with the pistol though uh no no she like, just got no. she she got she clapped just, yeah she got <laughs> so i'm trying to think who dead. had the gun at that point bang 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 uh, um yeah yeah i don't know the the gun was kind of non-existent like for the almost second just half disappears right. yeah yeah um, so she gets clapped and then dude, Don and, um, and big daddy Robinson were just like in the shuttle and they're like, roll 45 where poof. And then like, and you just see the trail of fire in the air. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. oh dude, they just got, it's got mergs. These yep. two just got like, <laughs> they just went out like in the worst way possible. And oh, then, fuck. you know, and then like the next episode, they're like, you know, they're foreshadowing the dad's return by like the, by Will Robinson's like playing with the radio. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. he's playing with the radio. And he's like, you know, this is the way, you know, this is how dad knows that I'm here. He'll respond. And that's how they come in contact later. Cause he responds. Come to find out, like a lot of this stuff would not have happened if they just listened. Yeah, I don't know if you guys like. I don't know if you guys got that same, like that same tone. But uh, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? So like, okay, so the biofuel, um, like how they like doing that episode where they had come back into contact with the dad. Um, they like found out that there's biofuel that they could use, and then, um. Even Don was saying, like, oh, so they made it out. They found fuel. But, like, if we had just stayed on that planet for 20 more minutes, we would have found that out. Yeah. And it's like, ah. 
Well, uh, what are you going to do? Ah, uh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go back to the well, drawing board. But would they have? Because the reason why they found out about the fuel was because uh, uh, Will was pissed off because he thought his dad died or whatever. Yeah. Or because the robot. So he started throwing shit. He started having a little white boy tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was a chain of events that got them to that point. But it's it, it just too convenient. That, yeah, there was oh. there was another point in the movie. Oh, oh my God. This is where Rob got mad at me because I spoiled it a little bit. But um, <laughs> when, I was like when, right on the episode. <laughs> when, Evan, when Evan got crushed yeah. by the truck, by the fueler, by the fuel tanker, and then they're like, no, 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 we're going we're gonna to save his life. And they're like, no, if we save his life, we're going you know, to lose all this fuel. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to save his life. And I forgot the dude's name. I think it's VJ. Uh, the kid? Right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Not the kid. The dad. Oh, VJ. I don't know the dad's name. Anyway, but yeah, way, so yeah. that dude, he was, like, he was like, trust me, if we save his life, we're going to lose all this fuel. Yeah. And she, he was saying, you know, take yourself out of the equation. Like, you know, be separate apart, you know, be a, separate from your feelings. You know, like I know, I forgot what he said, but she was just, oh, he said, he said, aside from, he said, aside from him, who else have you saved? Or how many other people have you saved? And she goes, two. And she goes, and who were they? And I think she said mom and dad or something like that. Or just her mom. And something he, like that. Yeah. And pretty much like they saved Evan. Don again helped Judy, right? Um, and saved Evan, and then as they're driving off, Evan died. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. bro, like you wasted all that fuel, and this dude ended up dying anyway. Yep. Like that's you know again, this sucks. Like I guess hindsight is always 2020, and you can always like go back, especially watching a show. You can always go back to the point where everything went like everything went south. Yeah. Um. Oh, again. Um, so in the first episode, when they crash landed and the ship went underwater, they were like, oh, you got to go, you know, you got to get into the ship. And then the dad was talking to Will and was saying, you know, only you will fit through the, through the hatch. And Will was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. And he was freaking out. And then Judy was like, I got this. And, and jumped in, right in, jumped right in. And the dad was like, Judy, you're not going to make it through the, you know, through the, uh, uh, main entrance or whatever and she's like no it's okay i got this and they're like no it's gonna freeze you won't have enough time and she's like don't worry dad i got this right <laughs> and i'm like okay and then i don't know about you guys but when it started to freeze i started to hyperventilate i was like oh, oh no like <laughs> so then it started to freeze up and then she got stuck right well i thought that was pretty cool too like yeah because she was in the was suit pretty- I was like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. she didn't freeze. All right. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't die or anything. But um, I was all mad because I'm like, when he was like, honey, like, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, don't talk to me. I was like, girl, you but, put yourself in this situation. <laughs> but let's go back to, actually, let's go into the next question because that actually segues right into the next question. The reason why she had all that sass 
was because of the family's relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And at the beginning, Ooh, good segue. they didn't Ooh, they didn't God. really <laughs> they didn't really explain what happened. Um, uh huh. But at the beginning, you could tell like the dad was kind of the outcast of the family. Like he did something wrong. Um, uh-huh. They kind of fill in later that he just wasn't around and yeah, that yeah. Um, he was in the military and he basically signed up to get stationed somewhere else and continue yeah, his service. Like yeah. Yeah. And that wasn't really in the family's best uh, interest. Best interest. Yeah. So they weren't a fan of that. Um, so at the beginning, I could see like, dude, right off the bat, it was it was tough because um, i think he was like talking to the son um and he was like so what do you do now and i'm like what yeah like don't yeah, you know it was very son? awkward it was like yeah. wait you're the dad but you don't know these things like what's going on yeah um, yeah and i kind of felt bad for the dad because you could tell like he was trying and it doesn't help that i'm kind of in his shoes being in the military and stuff like yeah, that yeah like, i was just about to say that too you know like dude, you're doing what you have to do, you know? Like, the thing where he failed was that he didn't communicate. Um, They kind of mentioned later on that the wife found out from a letter or something like that, um, Mm -hmm. that he was getting stationed somewhere else and that he volunteered for it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you got to communicate with the family your intention, so I get that. But, um, yeah, just the relationship, it was interesting to see throughout the series how it changed from straight up i hate you never talk to me to oh yay we're all a happy family and the mom and dad are about to get it and stuff like that like okay all right (laughs) you know obviously it was a whole season worth of building to get to that point um because yeah i don't think the mom and dad really like made up until like the ninth episode or something like that um when they were inside when they were stuck inside the car I think yeah. it was episode eight. Oh, maybe, maybe. But like yeah, the anyway. end of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just it was interesting to see how those tough times really brought them together. I was like, okay, I could see that. I like that. I like that. Um, but yeah, I just I really felt bad for the dad the whole time because you could tell he was trying. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, come on, just give me a chance blah 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 and everybody the entire family was just giving him a hard time i think uh will was the first one to really uh give him a shot and i think it ended with the mom uh was the last one Uh, obviously because she understood you know the excuse me um the implications of his original actions that led them to that point but um yeah what, do you guys have anything to add about the uh, family's relationship? Um, yeah, I, I mean, just to, to echo, maybe not necessarily the, the family's relationship, but just like the smaller, like splinter relationships between the family. Like it's uh, the kids kind of all had their own little roles to play. Um, and yeah, in the beginning, I mean, you do see a, it was like a very strained relationship between I wouldn't say like everybody, but yeah, the dad was the outcast, but it was really cool to see throughout the, the course of the series, like towards the end, they became this like solid family unit yeah. um, where they had that, all that trust and stuff to build up to. And, you know, if, if, you know, the show gets picked up for a second season, it'll be interesting to see 
because you know in like most movies and stuff we see it's already like the strong family unit like ready to move forward yeah so for me this especially like the, the family's relationship was this is all like prequel prequel um like stage like the building up and like how we get to a strong family unit so that was really interesting to see them develop um yeah that, that's that's all that's all i have to say about that all right and uh so if that's all you have for that we're gonna get into we're gonna we're gonna step away from the show itself as far as reviewing it and discussing that and we're gonna play a little game um let's be in their shoes so alan if you were in their situation what role would you try to have in that new colony uh i'll ask you guys what role do you think i would play (laughs) (laughs) i mean you guys know me it's kind of obvious but for the loungers out there who are listening uh i'm a nurse so obviously that would be my uh, that would probably be my role in this new colony would be like some kind of medical role you know it's funny i didn't think of that at all (laughs) really yeah it completely just went right over my head i was like Oh yeah, you are a nurse. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. I, I, you know, I would be a nurse. Like that's that's, or not maybe just not a nurse or like, some kind of medical, you know, personnel in this new colony. Um, I'm sure they can use as much help as they can get. Um, yeah. I. Right off the bat, when we came up with this question, I was like, ah, oh, that's easy. i guess it's not easy enough for some people but um yeah i'm just gonna go out here and say it um i'm gonna guess what you guys are gonna be okay okay i like that Uh, randy um i know you work on electronics i won't go into depth on what you work on but um i i'll probably guess that you would be some sort of uh you know some sort of uh, electronic technician i guess there you go okay (laughs) um like i'm sure in this new colony they'll need like um some kind of some form of communications that need fixing or like they need some maintenance done um in this new colony that you'll need to help out so you can be like the maintenance guy um and then rob um i know you have a degree in computer engineering is that right yeah yeah, so I, I'm going to assume that you're going to be the IT of the new colony, um, being that this new colony is, I mean, even moving forward here in the future, like almost everything's going to have to deal with computers and some form of computer. Um, so I, I'm sure in this new colony, they're going to need a good IT. And you'll but be those are guy. just transferring over our jobs to this new colony. Let's go. Let's take it a next step. A completely different occupation. You get a fresh start. What would you do? Oh, yeah, completely. I fresh would be. Start. I would be the exotic male entertainment. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, dude. dude I was like, gonna, I'd be. We're gonna, dude, we're gonna have a strip club, <laughs> and it would be called the lounge. Oh. I was like, I was like, I'll I'll be the entertainment. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Rob! Um, all right, what are you gonna do? An, 
<laughs> that's definitely not what they have like whenever they're putting these committees together like oh we gotta we gotta get this team of colonists to go up on the planet male strippers up there yeah the three of us are gonna get together like for coffee and, like hey rob or hey alan what and randy what'd you guys test out for like uh Stripping, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the stripping Making test. All need bucks, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rob, you're, what are you doing, dude? Pay me in Bitcoin, dude. I would not want one of those high-profile jobs like a like a doctor. There's always people getting thrashed on these ships and in these space <laughs> TV shows and movies. And the doctor's always got to be there. And I think that's a high value like asset. So I would not want to be that guy. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I would want to be probably like yeah, like the Don West role, like the like mechanic or whatever, where like shit goes wrong, so people look for me to fix things. And if I need to get out of a situation myself, I can rely on those skills. But, but what know, I'm happens- not necessarily like the problem solver whenever something comes up. They're pretty. That's pretty highly sought after. Yeah position too though but i feel like it's it's a highly sought after because of my skill set but it's not like one that a lot of people rely on as like you know like, like if, if it's like a doctor or uh what's i don't know face? dude uh, when the engines are down they need <laughs> to go the <laughs> you're the guy well, sure yeah i guess i just All feel right. like it's not as high about i mean that would be my if i could test out or try to shoot for one of those i'd go for that job i yeah. guess yeah okay okay ready okay. Uh, oh no, I'm sticking to it. I'd be the entertainer. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I could be any position in a world like that, uh, probably scientist. Oh, I forgot. I wrote this down in my notes that I wanted to mention. Um, Shang Tsung. Oh my this? god! Oh my god. Uh, let's I not forget it. that. I fucking knew it, dude. I was like, yo, can we not talk about Shang Tsung? Uh, yeah, I want his role. I want the, I want to be the guy that knows Japanese and is all about the science. Takes everybody's souls. Okay. Yep, that as well. That <laughs> that's is what he was awesome. gonna do. And uh, so that's we're talking dumb. about. Since we're talking about Shang Tsung, uh, it doesn't look like he's aged since Mortal Kombat <laughs> One, the movie. Not at all. Killing all those souls, bro. Like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks exactly the same still, just with glasses in the TV show. Oh, man, that was funny. When I saw him, I was like, ooh, there you go. Still getting it. All right. <laughs> All right, so next question. This is actually a, a pretty good one. I like this one. Rob, in their situation, would you stay on Earth or would you have gone uh, onto the ships and left Oh, dude, yeah, I would definitely go for the uh, for the new colony, man. I would I would be on those ships if I yeah, if I passed the test and everything. Yeah, and gave it an option. Yeah, I would not want to stay on Earth and watch this all go to hell. But um, but the caveat, just like they did, would yeah, yeah. like you would have to leave everybody, assuming they didn't pass the tests and stuff. Let's say out of everyone you knew, you were the only one that passed, not including family. Not including family, because even even uh, Will, Will, he didn't pass, yeah. so he wasn't going to go. So in this situation, you're the only one that passes. Would you still go? Oh, man, that's 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 putting a little twist on it. Ooh, uh, you know what? I would probably still go if if it meant like if the colony like I mean, I think their mission is to, to find a new um, 
a new like planet to to habitate or whatever. Yeah. Habit. Yeah. Just be. I mean, I I would want. I I guess like I would I would put my my family and and stuff aside and be like I gotta save everybody. Um. Or I mean, if if I had that option, like it was on my shoulders and my skill set and stuff was was valuable enough to where like we we need you to go on this, then yeah, yeah. I would I would go. Well, did they ever mention this? How long they were traveling? Like how long it's supposed to take to get from one destination to the other? In space? No, I don't think they mentioned yeah. that. Because I'm like, it, is there an option to go back to Earth? I know they I worded think, it as they didn't want to, but... Right. Yeah, no, I think it was like a one-way trip, the way that they were like saying it, like the flashbacks that we get on Earth. Yeah. It was like, start a new life or whatever. Because I'm thinking it's That's like uh, in Passengers, the movie. Like, how it takes, like, a hundred years to get to the new destination. So, yeah, it's, like, a one-way a one way thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, with that caveat, Rob would leave everybody. Good to know. <laughs> I got you. Fuck off, you. bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. Uh, Alan, you got anything to add? Um... If I were married and I had a family, I would, and I was the only one who was able to, I would stick it out on Earth. Okay. I just, like, you know, I kind of just, I don't want to make Rob feel bad or anything, but like. We're going to change like, a question on me like halfway. <laughs> Before I, I thought it was like, I'm going to like collect data to send back so that way we could try and save Earth or, or like trailblaze yeah, so that way you guys let's would follow. Let's put this, this caveat on both, both of you guys. You guys have the option to go, and you guys got selected because you have a trait that they need. So it's not like us, oh, yeah, I passed the test. Okay, I want to go for a ride. No, like, they need you to go, and you could change the new colony when you get there. Would you still go? Okay, so wait, to break it down, the the question has changed. So now it's go to save the future of humanity. Yes. Or stay, stay with your loved ones and for sure die with everybody. Correct. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and so the other, other, like, if I do stay, is there a chance that the colony won't make it? Uh, no, no. Just, but that's, the, that's mm. not the mindset that they had when they got onto the ships. They had the new hope and they'll make it there fine and all that stuff, right? They didn't think that they were going to have the robot murdering people and making them crash. <laughs> like they, they thought that everything was going to be fine. So you have that mindset, bright future ahead of you. You have a skill that they need or your family. Oh, that, yeah, that changes my answer. I would, I would stay then. Ooh, um, so you would screw over humanity. So <laughs> Shut <of> up. Humanity, <laughs> bro. Hell yeah. Selfish route. All right. Sorry world. <laughs> All but right. okay, because oh man, like if we're going under the assumption that we're collecting data and trying to colonize outside of Earth, and then move people like slowly move people to us, then I would move alone and then wait till people came with us. But if we're going under the assumption that you're going there by yourself to help start pretty much start a new civilization and new humanity 
Yeah. Like, uh, man, I don't know. That's that. I would say, I would tough it out on Earth. Damn. All right. What about you, Randy? Right. Uh, it's funny because when I'm judging you guys, I'm like, oh, that's an easy thing, but now I'm thinking about it like, fuck, that's tough. That mm-hmm. is very tough. Um, I would probably stay. Um, I would like the dark side of knowing that I left my family behind on an earth that's going to die soon and Mm -hmm. I'm out in a new colony just like what do my thing that would bother me a lot um mainly now as a father like I would hate to know that I left Mia behind nothing against the wifey and stuff like that like but she's you know like the next generation and knowing that I left her behind to have that kind of fate. Nah, mm-hmm. not going to happen. So I'll rough it out and hopefully use my skills to try to either get us out of earth or to try to keep earth going while we're there. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Um, yeah. So that's basically it for the game. Let's get back into lost in space Mm -hmm. so obviously they set it up for a season two um honestly before the at the end no no at the beginning of the ninth episode i actually thought that it was gonna be a single season and that was it like they were kind of setting it up so that they actually get onto the ship excuse me uh onto the resolute and everything is fine and dandy. And then a bunch of things happened. So that didn't really play out. Um, but I actually thought it was going to be a one hitter quitter. But obviously at the end. Uh, obviously spoiler alert. They end up getting transported. I'm assuming to another galaxy. Dimension. Universe. Somewhere else. Um, yeah, yeah. So they got sent there. And uh, they set it up for another another uh, season. So, obviously, there's going to be a season two. I'm assuming, based on the production value and stuff, I'm assuming that it's going to get green-lighted. I haven't checked um, to see if they green-lit a second season. But I'll probably watch it. Now that I watched the first one, um, I'll, watch, I'll watch the next season once it comes out. What about you guys, uh, Alan? Would you? Um, yeah, I'll probably watch it. The first, the way, oh man, the way the first season ended, like I'm, I'm actually pretty happy the way it ended. Um, in the sense that like, if they picked it up for a second season, uh, I more than likely would watch it just because I've already watched the first season. Um, but if they didn't, then I'd be happy knowing that they're just going off onto a new adventure. Rob? Um, I actually liked how this uh, first season ended, and it was actually where this is the story. This is the Robinson family that I'm used to seeing, like in the movie yeah. um, from the '90s and stuff. This is like the the alien engine, which like helps them jump between dimensions or mm-hmm. you know travel great distances in space. Like I was waiting for this. Like when I you know started the show, I was like, oh, they're doing this completely different. Like the robots an alien, Doctor Smith's a woman. They're not jumping to different parts of space and like checking out. Cause I mean, that's what the original like 60 series was. 
yeah. was that they were they were jumping around like to different planets and meeting like new species and getting all to, all in these different adventures and stuff. It wasn't just a single planet. So I was actually super hyped when I saw, you know, now they have the alien engine and then they did that jump. I, I thought and I thought it was like interesting like that they threw the story behind because they kept the, the ship name the same. It's still the Jupiter two. But yeah. what they did was they made it like, you know, part of a colonization kind of thing. So then you had all these other ships joining in, all these other, like a bigger <laughs> cast. You know, you had Shang yeah, Song. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I thought that was I thought that was like an interesting like, take on it. I was like, oh, okay. So we're doing like a whole like Walking Dead, like huge cast. Like everybody's going to be lost in space together. And then the way that, you know, first season ended, they just had the Robinson family. Now we're a solid unit. Everybody is back to, you know, caring about each other and we're all in this um and they made it to where um now major west is on the ship and and so is smith because before they were on another jupiter so i thought that was like another yeah. story change too but like i said this this for me this first season was all like prequel um and so now this is the this is the lost in space that i'm used to so i really hope they do a season two and i'm really excited for it and i hope what they do with season two is that we get you know two or three jumps you know we get to see you know different parts of, of the galaxy not just like you know a whole other season on one planet again on one um, yeah one galaxy or whatever. yeah you right, know that's right. gonna happen that's how they're gonna they're gonna stretch oh. it out you get one no universal planet yeah, this... per season and we could probably seg- segue into you know the overall score and this and like overall review yeah. of lots of space like like I personally felt that it was kind of slow at first, mm-hmm. and it was you know like until until there was complete danger about you know and yeah. you know pretty much the whole second half of the season. Um, the first half of the season was kind of just lackluster, you know, just like fillers. Um, yeah, random uh, danger. Yeah, yeah random like, danger. Okay, yeah. Of course, that could be that could have been prevented by not jumping into the ice you know when you're you know (laughs) um and just stuff like that and like you know of course in every in every tv series you need those first few episodes in order to build this relationship and show you know the storyline behind every person but it's just um yeah it was just it was just really hard to watch the first four or five episodes and it didn't really pick up till episode five or six. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, but when, once it started picking up, then you were kind of just like, like it, it got pretty good. So I was really happy with it. So what's your <laughs> overall score? Um, so my overall score in alphabet form, A is being the lowest and Z is the highest. <laughs> um, and that's 26 letters. Jeez. I would probably score it at, um, Probably scored at a P or a Q. Okay. Yeah. Right. Those letters. I'm like, I'm not gonna go with number, or I'm not gonna go with letters. <laughs> I'm way too confused for that. I'm like, wait, so what number is a Let's P find out. or a Q? <laughs> oh my god. Out of ten, I'm gonna rate this series this season. Actually, uh, I'm gonna go with a six and a half. Six and a half because of the reasons like uh, Alan mentioned, it just took a while. Um, it, it took a while to get major traction and really ramp up. You didn't really get the sense of 
urgency and um uh what's the word i'm looking for the sense of danger really wasn't there until the end at least to me um Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm going with a six and a half seven tops rob what about you bro uh, I agree. I, I was going to give it a 7 or uh, maybe uh, a letter T out of the 26 letters, which is the 20th letter in the alphabet. Which is, okay. It's fairly high, but it's not like top tier. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it had mis- some missteps. Like, I, like, uh, I just want to echo what you guys had said. It's, it's a slow-moving um, series. Um, but I, I get it. It's, it's a family. It's like a family-focused show or like family or like a uh, that's who the target audience is, is like, you know, you want to sit down with your family and watch the show. So it has to be appealing yeah. to kids, it has to be appealing to adults. So I think in that sense, to cover all those bases, you have to kind of take a slower pace. Um, so I get that. But at the same time, it's like you kind of have to keep up with other shows now. We have to have a lot more meat um, uh, and potatoes and stuff. It can't just all be salad, I guess. Um, yeah. So I- I'm hoping that they get picked up for season two and, you know, season two is a lot more of the last few episodes where it's really ramped up. Um, the stakes are a little bit higher. And I mean, you do have things where like they feign the death of the dad and stuff where you're like, oh, shit, that now now we're kind of like getting into it. Um, so, yeah, I just want to see like maybe higher stakes. Um, yeah. And it was just like it was very convenient that they got out of these situations like right in the nick of time a lot of the yeah. time. Um, like, I think if there's that scene, uh, an Tar episode, where it seems like the dad's going to, like, sacrifice himself to help the mom, like, get get to the kids and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is this is turning pretty dope. I think if he would have yep. died there, oh, that, yeah. that, that might have ramped up the show for me a little yep. bit more. There but, were um, a bunch of instances where I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, dad's going. All right, here we go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's good that you also had that same feeling. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, it's a seven out of ten for me. Almost, almost there, but uh, it's still a good show. But yeah, not not quite like top tier. Where I'm like raving about it just yet. Alan, right. how about you, man? Um, I went before you. I think. He, he oh, went you first. Did? Yeah. Oh, he shit, went with a P and a Q. P and a Q. Yeah. So just want to say, right. uh, a P is the sixteenth letter of the alphabet. Oh. Which is about, you know, I think Randy went in six and a half. Yep. So P. P Q would be just a little under six and a half. Okay. And then Rob right. said T T would be the seven would be the twentieth or something like that. You said yeah, he's twentieth letter. Um, and that would be seventy six percent. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So around around the same place. See, for we could we can pretty much review it with any anything. Any metric. Here we <laughs> go. Metric. Okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> Do you guys have anything else to add? Um, first off, I just want to add that Mama Robinson, if you plan, if you were ever listening to this podcast, um, how you doing, girl? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we we're just talking about Mama Robinson being um, being a pretty good-looking woman. Oh, speaking of that, I was uh, I was very curious to find out what she did to get will onto the uh, ship i was like hmm, ooh. okay all right but it's a kid show or a family show so yeah she pulled some <laughs> strings she said all right. yeah she she said sure. oh no no she said illegal she didn't say she's she didn't say um 
she pulled strings. She just, or she said she pulled strings, but she said it was illegal, not like something else. Yeah, yeah. Either way, she pulled some strings. Wink, wink. So. Oh gosh. All right. So if you guys have nothing else to add, I'm gonna end it here. Last call. Nothing. Uh no. Rob. Pretty much it. No, no, I'm good. Unless you guys want to do an impromptu five question trivia. No. Nope, no. not at all. I don't have questions. <laughs> I don't remember. So. Oh, I have questions. Uh, I Rob, have questions. you're the tiebreaker. Um, let's. We can do three questions. I don't want to go full five. All right, we'll do three. How are we gonna do it? Usual format. Someone leaves. Yeah, so I'll ask. I'll ask you guys, and then someone leaves. So someone leaves, and I'll ask. Somebody. Okay. Uh, I will go. I will leave first. So message me. Uh, when you guys are ready for me to come back. Sure. Okay. All right. I'm going now. All right. Let me just uh, let me just find out here. Just double checking everything here, making sure everything's good. All right. So. All right, Rob. Rob, hello? Uh, I'm ready for you, man. Okay, here we go. All right, first question. What's the name of the ATV that Penny drove in episode two to get to his parents or to get to his dad? Wait, sorry, repeat the question again? What's the name of the all-terrain vehicle that Penny drove in episode two? Oh, uh, Chariot. Got it. Cool. Um... What's uh, what element did they harvest in episode one to help Judy out of the ice? I'm gonna go with magnesium. Ooh, you got it again. These are pretty easy. Nice. Yeah, nothing crazy. Um, and where were like where were they flying to? Like where were they hoping to colonize? Alpha Centauri. Mm, okay. Alrighty, that was pretty easy. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. And then All we'll right, so I'll get, jump off. Yeah, we'll get Randy in here. Oh, sorry. Message him already. Cool. All, All right, right. Come on. All right. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Okay. Hey. What you got for me? All right. So just three questions. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty easy. Uh, you know, just testing your knowledge here. What's okay. the name of the all-terrain vehicle that Penny drove in episode two? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh. At all. The Resolute, the Jupiter. What was the name of... The vehicle. I forget. They said it a few times too. I don't remember, man. See? That's why I don't like these games. <laughs> Alright. Alright, next question. What element did they harvest to help Judy out of the ice? In episode one. Magnesium. Right. Oh right, yeah. oh right, oh right. Yeah. Alright. 
And last question is, where were they flying to? Like, where were they hoping to colonize? What was it? Alpha Centauri? Something like right, that? Right, right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was easy. Is Rob ready? Uh, let me message Sorry. him back. Okay, you got him. Robbie Diesel. All Come right. on back. All right, all right, all right. What it's weird. That thing? You don't know? I forget the vehicle's name. It's a Banshee. The Banshee. The Banshee. All right, I'm back. Hey. All right. So um, there were three questions. Pass or fail. Um, so Rob, what's the name of the ATV that Penny drove in episode two? Mm, it was a cherry red chariot. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the chariot. Yep. yep. Yeah. And they use it quite a bit. Yep. And they said it quite yeah. a bit, too. The vehicles um, are, are pretty ill in the show. I do like yeah, them. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the vehicles. Um, and then what element did they harvest to help Judy out of the ice? And that answer was magnesium. Both of you got it right. Mm-hmm. By the way, how dope was that? Like, scene? Yeah. And it's weird because like, I thought... I thought Will had tested into the colony by knowing so much about geology. Yeah. Right? And then come mm-hmm. to find out, like, the mom pulled strings to, so that he could get in. But the thing mm. was, he failed at that weird random test that it was a pressurized room and he had to solve the puzzles. So oh, he that was, was a smart kid. I, I mean, that's what they they showed it as like that's where he failed um Mm -hmm. so i think he's a smart kid it's just he failed the pressure test basically literally and figuratively (laughs) but yeah yeah, back to the back to the quiz or trivia um and then the third question was where were they hoping to colonize and where were they flying to and the answer was alpha centauri and both of you guys got that right Rob wins again. Or I should say, I lose again. Yeah. <sighs> I hate this game. What's the... Is Rob up or what? I don't even remember. Okay. We'll oh, the final answers. score for all of them? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Man. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since we've done that, but... Yeah. It has. I just, you know, I was just piecing along these questions as we were talking earlier, so I was just like, eh. Right. In all case right. we needed to kill some time, I... Have some uh, trivia for you guys. All right. No, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So uh, if that's it for you guys, we'll just end it here. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, hey, before we end it, I just want to say uh, happy birthday, Randy. I know it's not Ooh. your birthday yet, um, but in the East yeah. Coast it is. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You know, thank and you uh, when this when this episode goes live, it will be your birthday. So happy thirtieth yeah. birthday, buddy! Oh my god! Happy gosh. thirty thirty, man! Welcome thank to you, thank the you guys. Uh, welcome to this, you know, to the sexy thirties. <laughs> oh my on. gosh! All right, hey, I'll take Rob, it. Rob and I have been keeping it extra sexy. All right, well now it's getting real sexy, so. Yeah. I don't know if the world's ready for this, but no, thank you guys. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. All right, loungers. That does it for us. 
we hope that you guys and stayed or we hope that you guys enjoyed your stay in the lounge mm-hmm. uh if you haven't done so make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter at the lounge sd all one word um, you can also send in any questions and feedback in the comment sections of uh, wherever you listen to this episode, whether that's Podbean, uh, iTunes, or Google Play Music. Um, so yeah, leave us some feedback or something like that if you liked it or if you didn't or any anything that could help us. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in once again. My name is Randy. I'm Alan. And I'm Rob. And we'll catch you guys next time. How's it feel to be 30? Like it. You know, Rob? Um, it's good, man. Anything that I should expect? Um, uh, when my adult teeth came in, I heard a lot. I've heard that. Um, blood sticker, because it's 30 year old blood now. Mm. Skin? Skin got a little thicker, too? Mm hmm. Uh, I know it sounds weird, but my, um, my kneecaps feel higher. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha.